podcast for you guys so we got becca ashley and rochelle here um we are going to bring you all kinds of topics and information for you so we're going to start off with just a quick background into crossfit how we became crossfitters um or crossfit coaches um and yeah so we're gonna let becca take it away (laughs) Um, so I started CrossFit in 2013 because of Lorley, actually. Um, we went to Green Lives where we first started, and then Jeremy Shares, who got me into coaching. Um, favorite thing about CrossFit as an athlete, um, the competitiveness is what I like. Um, as a coach is being able to see people be successful in whatever that I've given them instruction to do. Um, CrossFit has changed a lot since being a mother because you can't spend hours in the gym like you want to. And I can and I have, but I don't get much done. Right. <laughs> get like a back squat done if Ella's with me. <laughs> so, um... Hardest part of CrossFit, I think, for me is just coming back from having Ella because I went from being the athlete that I was to having to start over, and I didn't realize how much work I put into being that athlete before I had her. Um, Coaching at Ransom is... Much different than any other gym that I've coached at. The members are what keeps me going there. Ryan and Morgan are awesome to work for. So that also does not make it hard. (laughs) Butter her up. So now on to Sissy. Um, So quick CrossFit background for me. I started right at four years ago when Mason was about right at four months old um started just because I wanted to get some baby weight off um for those of you who do not know my brother is Jeremy Shear so he say what (laughs) and my real name is not sissy no (laughs) um so he started green light in um in 2014 so that's when um I started and I've been just doing crossfit ever since um are you wanting to coach one day? I would love that. I absolutely would. <laughs> but working eight to five every day is uh, would be kind of difficult. Right. But yes, I, I mean that. Ultimately, when that was kind of my goal, when um, even at Greenlight, I mean, he would have me fill in when Becca couldn't coach or Rochelle couldn't coach or Lord forbid he couldn't do it. Um, so I mean that I would. Yeah, I think and it would we be, would love that. I, I think it would Get be you awesome. Into the fold. Um, I mean, it's kind of a part of my job too, keeping people healthy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would love it. Um, so technically, I'm not a coach, but if you mm. need some help, with something I would, I can probably tell you how to do it. Yeah. Just because if I can't do it, um, favorite thing about CrossFit 
is just the atmosphere. Um, it it keeps you kind of going and motivated with everybody. Um, the community aspect of it is is a big a big part. Keep going with questions. Um, what's been the hardest part of your CrossFit journey? Hardest part would be coming back as a second time mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, none of us have been there, so we yeah. will touch on that more later. Yeah. Second time, that. Yeah. Second time Four mom would probably more years. <laughs> we'll sit down again. And second time mom would probably be the hardest part. Yeah. I hear that. All right, Rochelle. Um, I started CrossFit in 2013 in San Diego, and it was actually because it was an item I had on my 30 before 30 bucket list. There you go. I was, like, terrified of it. it sounded super intimidating. I was not doing anything at the time other than sitting on my butt. So why not, right? Um, no, but I was immediately hooked as soon as I did my first on-ramp workout. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, you know? Um... So then I moved out here, um, joined Greenlight, and that's when I got into coaching. Uh, it was about, I guess, two years ago, I think it was. Yeah. A little two and a half years ago. It's been more than Cameron's that. a huge influence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did not start coaching because of Jeremy. Maybe the other one here. Yeah, Jeremy asked me if I'd be interested in coaching. I was like, yeah, that sounds kind of fun. Um, and I love it. It's, it's, it's so much fun to, I mean, CrossFit has become such a huge part of my life. Before doing CrossFit, I was the kind of person that felt like I should go to the gym and like run on the treadmill. And I hated that. <laughs> you guys know I hate running, right? Yeah. But you know, that's sort of thing where like exercise felt like an obligation and it wasn't something that I sustained. I'd get on these little kicks where I'd go for two weeks, five, six times a day and hate my life. Five, six times a day? Oh, sorry. So five, six times a day. <laughs> Like, no, 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 no job. <laughs> the first session was the free tanning, though. Right, right, right. <laughs> Later was the sauna. Yeah. No, uh, five, six times. You know, I just went really hard, but it only lasts for a week or two, and I could burn out. And then I wouldn't do anything for like four months, you know. Right. And then as soon as I started CrossFit, I've been doing CrossFit. August will be five years, and it's something I've done, you know, like up to six days a week. Yeah. consistently right. and it's not an obligation it's what I it's what I do for fun when people ask me what I do for fun I do CrossFit yeah. I exercise <laughs> yeah Fitness what's your favorite fun? thing about it um I love the community uh the community is like another anything else like I've ever experienced everyone's just so supportive and encouraging and yeah. accepting and it's it's so awesome that I've met so many people and made so many amazing friends that our our paths might not have crossed otherwise if we didn't have this thing in common. Yeah. And then you you learn from having this opportunity to get to know these people that you have so much in common. Um, so I'd say definitely community. I'm a huge, um, I'm really competitive with myself. So I love that CrossFit lets me compete with myself in yeah. that sense and cry because I suck. And- <laughs> I didn't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, that. Yeah. But it, I love that there's always something to chase after. There's always something you can prove on um there's just so many things to love about it yeah, for sure i agree the hardest part of your journey thus far has been oh postpartum for sure yeah, yeah. i thought <laughs> unrealistic expectations I... coming to you sure. <laughs> let me tell you well just so the listeners know the majority of our podcast is going to be about 
being a mom and being a CrossFitter. So we just gonna... lost all the men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Right. right, guys, you know, just hang in there. But you lose sleep occasionally too. <laughs> but uh, just just real quick, how many of you or us were athletes prior to CrossFit? Me, I was. What, yeah. Becca? What did you do? Um, I played basketball since I was in like first grade, so all the way up till college. Ashley, um, I played softball. Um, did a short stint of gymnastics when I was younger. Um, but mainly softball. Rochelle, any athletic background? Well, I did stuff when I was younger, <laughs> but it stopped like in high school. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, for those of you who don't know, I did. I was a collegiate soccer player, so <laughs> played. <laughs> shut up. Played <laughs> chick. soccer my whole life. Well, lies. I started soccer when I lies. was seven. I was a gymnast before that. Uh, dabbled in different sports throughout elementary, middle, and high, and then rode out the soccer train mm. through college. So coming to CrossFit was like finding my competitive drive again with with being an athlete you can't really do that in like a globo gym yeah so i was able to use that that competitiveness that i thrived off of my whole life and kind of plug it back into crossfit so that was awesome all right so the open this year was different than open last year with us at ransom we had our our draft if you will and and (laughs) Our, our team captains, which were the four of us. Um, so what was your favorite part about the 2018 CrossFit Open? What would you say, Becca? Um, James, what? I don't remember which workout 18. that was. 18.2, I think. Yeah, that was like the best moment probably I feel like that I'm ever going to see. Yeah. Um, when he was, he was the only one in his heat. And everyone surrounded him. What workout? Oh, it was the clean was workout. The clean, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the, 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 that was the second one. The dumbbell squats, burpees yes. mm-hmm. into right. the clean. Yeah. Right. That was my favorite part about this year for sure. Ashley, yeah. what about you? Missed that one. Um, <laughs> Team Royal, right? Team Royal. Royal T, as we say on Facebook. <laughs> um, favorite part, just watching all of the it, I know for my team, and especially, I know Rochelle kind of um, seen this too with hers, just on the Facebook um, messenger that we had. Our team was like crazy for points. Like, <laughs> how can I get all the extra points? We like make sure everybody judges. Are you wearing blue? Or you know, like how how how's the best way that I can get points for this? It was just it was awesome to see everybody come together and really strive. To to beat everybody else, I guess would be the best way to say that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was it was nice to see the them really want really want it. It was yeah. it was really fun. To That's watch awesome. Them. Yeah, Rochelle, what about you? Yeah, my team was super enthusiastic about getting all the bonus points. Obviously, you guys won. So OD. OD. <laughs> only by a few points, I was told. So. <laughs> 
Um, but one thing I really liked about this open and having the, the teams with the captains and stuff is for me, selfishly, it allowed me to get to know some of the, our members that I don't get to see very often because they come at 5am and I definitely am not at the gym at 5am and that sort of thing. So I appreciated that for myself and it's just, I don't know, it's really fun to be part of a team and help. I don't know, yep. lead them to success. For people and, to trust <laughs> you. They have so much trust yeah. in you. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was a lot of fun just coming together and all having this common goal, working yeah. towards it and, you know, supporting each other and Absolutely. seeing them be supportive of one another. It was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. I, I loved that this year people were able to choose their team. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Like when we did the, the party the hangout kickoff. thing yeah. and the, the kickoff and, and, people's names got drawn out of the bucket and they were like, they really had to think about it. Like, what mm-hmm. team am I going to be on? And they could kind of stack themselves up however. I will say that most, several of my teammates just picked up based on my t-shirt color. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> and they specifically told me that. David Compton. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't uh, heard Judah, Judah's oh, here with us oh, right now, trying to get in on the podcast. Yeah. But Team Tahiti, it was awesome. I love, like Rochelle said, getting to know people that I wouldn't normally get to know. So that was awesome. Um, what was it like being a captain? Some of you kind of talked about that a little bit, but like, did you feel added pressure or stress or like, was it just kind of fun being able to answer questions and be there to coach people when you were on at a Friday Night Lights or whatever? Um, I think it was fun, and it kind of comes natural, I think, most of the time to want to be like that, but just like what Rochelle was saying earlier, like, for people to trust in you that much, like, people were messaging me, asking me how they were supposed to do the workout, how they should pace it, or what weight they should be going off of, so we would have to look at their one rep maxes, and then we would see where we sh- what we should open with, and stuff like that, so... I love stuff like that. That's why I love coaching CrossFit. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'll second what she said. It's very much the only thing that kind of added a little bit of stress was adding up all the extra points. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! And then I messed oh, up like <laughs> my fourteen. I had like sorry guys. <laughs> this note it got on my corrected. Phone, it was yeah. like, yeah. You know, pages long, and I'm like, oh my gosh, am I adding up all the points correctly? I literally, but that was my that was literally right, right here. I have every week's points <laughs> broken down, like out by everybody's yeah. names. Yeah, that was the only thing that may added a little bit of stress. But other than that, it was it was tons of fun. It really was enjoyable getting uh, getting to know everybody and um, helping them kind of figure out if they should RX, if they shouldn't RX, if you know, yeah if it was even a possibility and if even if it wasn't a possibility even just watching them try their dangest <laughs> to right. get the first yeah. of something it was it was awesome yeah Michelle what about you yeah the points was a little stressful I'm pretty sure Ryan was so annoyed with me because I kept like, <laughs> messaging him on every little thing checking on some technicality or detail like okay well they posted this on Facebook but they didn't do this but they did this it was that t- he's like Michelle it's yes it's fine <laughs> it's like I'm not I want to make sure right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's up to you. You decide. I don't know. Too many questions. Um, but that, and then I was I was out of town on vacation the last two weeks, 
So I felt really guilty about that, not being able to be there physically for my team and being yeah. able to... Really guilty in Hawaii. She <laughs> <laughs> made it back for the I came back. I did. I came back. Jet lag and all. Yes. That's awesome. It's like 10 pounds heavier. I'm still working on that. But um, no. Becca mentioned her most memorable moment was when James was working out and completely surrounded. It was like the idealistic you know, vision you see of CrossFit, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, perfect the way the community was surrounding him and cheering for him and all that. So I'm sure that's on all of our lists in mm-hmm. some way or another. But does anybody else have another most memorable moment of your your CrossFit Open 2018 season for your team or for yourself or whatever? I was pretty stoked when we won. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty memorable, I'm not yeah, going to lie. sure. <laughs> Every week, it's like O.D. Green at the top of the list. Oh, O.D. Green again. We <laughs> did start in third list. place. I will say that. That's true. We were right, it was like yeah. third, second, first, first, first. No, yeah. Well, we were kidding. pretty consistent. We were always last. So. <laughs> That's that. Hot fives. Reliable. I like it. <laughs> Consistency is key, guys. (laughs) Right. Whether you're first or last, consistency. That's right. It was pretty awesome seeing um, Renee from our team get engaged. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it was pretty legit. It was pretty legit. I'm not going to lie. Ryan and I were in on the secret. So I figured you had had, to. We had our cameras ready to like film and take photos. And oh my gosh. It was pretty awesome. I was like talking to Jessica Compton and she was like, looking at me like why are you talking to me right now i'm like i don't even understand what's going on and then i look over and yeah well someone just got engaged that's more than what i was saying so yeah the day before after the announcement had come out and my team's like everyone's messaging each other and yeah. stuff, talking about it and james just makes this really light-hearted like remark about tomorrow's gonna tomorrow's workout's gonna be a night to remember and nobody thought anything of it because we're all talking about like oh it's gonna suck whatever yeah Yeah. like you're weird and then yeah right little did we know (laughs) he was gonna get himself a wife (laughs) (laughs) he wiped it up that's right put a ring on it i think too like a a memorable moment for me just because i have a a special place for autumn in my heart mm-hmm. um, was when she got her toes to bar. Yes. Like, I just, yes and I and the, the torn hands and like the blood on the bar. Yeah. It just like represented to me like I mean just everything that she's been going through and like mm-hmm. like the struggle is real and mm-hmm. like the, the determination and the dedication from her to be able to spend 14 minutes or whatever it was to like work on that. It was just like I will. I had chills in the moment. I was like, I will never ever forget this. It was. It was mm-hmm. legit awesome. Shout out to Autumn. Mm-hmm. You rock, girl. Seeing all the first was was pretty awesome. Yeah. The first muscle ups. The first like all of that. It was just everybody surrounding. Like you can do it. Yeah. It was. It was all fantastic. Yeah. Do you feel like your team had like a a standout MVP or a most um. improved? Okay, there, yeah. So, I think, um, Kevin just, it went, he tried so hard and would do anything. He was so disappointed in himself, though, would always apologize to me. Um, he did great. There's, I think the determination is huge, and for you to fight through every workout, no matter how many times you do it, 
is a, a quality a lot of people do not have yeah. when it comes to stuff like that. So he is definitely one that I always remember. Daniel Compton, I mean, he just started, yeah. you know, and he's killing it. We just need to work on um, the new standards. That's right. about it. Um, but Savannah got a lot of her first stuff, you know. Jessica Compton got her first chest to bar. Stuff like that. So, yeah, I think my team is pretty well-rounded with stuff like that. Yeah, so. awesome. I feel like my team was pretty well-rounded well with that, too. Um, <coughs> David Compton was on my team. My brother's on my team. Um, Eric was on my team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, everybody with muscles are on team. <laughs> so, you know, they killed it, but... Um, Everybody on my team. I mean, they all they all gave it their best every single week. Um, I will say the the first one, um, Joe was really questioning himself of whether or not he was going to do toes to bar. I'm uh, like, dude, you're doing toes to bar. You can do Joe, it. Joe, you need an RX. And he did. I did it. When you were six, so, seven, or how oh old? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's a long way and for and he was so excited, like, I, and I walked in. I didn't get to see him work out because I had to work. But um, when I got there, he was laid out on the floor. And he was like, I RX'd him. I'm like, yes. <laughs> he did. I remember because he was on the back rig. And yeah. I was, and when we laid down, we were literally right, right. like, our heads were right next to each other. Just so both like gasping I was, for air. I was pumped for him. that, And actually seeing the team take your comments to heart saying yeah, you know yeah. when they ask questions and they say you know what should I do and you tell them you know give them comments and, and they actually take it to heart and try it it was it made my heart happy yeah <laughs> that's awesome for sure yeah. Rochelle what about you any most improved or oh my gosh valuable players um when you're winning team yeah my team was awesome um I do give autumn serious props for yep everything she did I mean the girl had her wisdom teeth pulled oh out goodness. like the second week and <laughs> she still showed up I don't think she worked no she didn't work she out didn't work that out week that but week. the next week she like worked out and stuff which is just I that would not have been me I would have been at home um <laughs> so I give her serious props for for that and you know just all her effort in the open Sarah um was incredible we actually had like an internal competition within our team like who could make or acquire the most bonus points and she she ended up winning because she hit PRs and you know did all the bonus points and um, she did she did awesome. She always gives like hundred percent. She ended up winning the Spirit Award for yeah. the Open and everything. Um, so Sarah was incredible as well. Um, and I give uh, Josh Lowry man started cross like the week before the Open. Yeah, it is. And he, he I remember it. I remember him saying like. This will be a great way to like get my feet wet. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. Most people are like Most stressing <laughs> about it, and he's just like, "Cool, let's get started." He's one that like anytime you give him tips or information, Coaching, yeah. he's there, and you can he does it. Yeah. You're yeah. watching him practice it. Yeah. So that a lot there's not not everybody is coachable so right. you know and it just is what it is and that's mm -hmm. fine mm -hmm. yeah. but um he is one person that is yeah for definitely. sure yeah i'd say overall though i mean it's hard to pick pick, pick people right. when yeah. everybody on my team <laughs> when like, all 13 people you're like i don't know yeah <laughs> and they're just everyone has such like their own strengths or shined in their own way you know i could go through every single yeah. person yeah, and say absolutely. why they were like awesome but right yeah 
I I loved on Team Tahiti, like, I don't know if you guys have all been around Amber, right? Yes. I just love Amber. She is, like, a quiet force to be reckoned with. And, like, every week she would come and, I mean, not hating on you, Amber, if you're listening, but she's, like, my mom's age, you know, whatever. Uh But, like, coming in and working hard and, like, pushing herself through every workout and wanting to try Rx or, like, doing everything that she can to get points. I mean, it was so awesome to see, like, you don't have to be 20, 24, you know, whatever, and be doing the CrossFit Open and enjoying yourself. But, like, it doesn't, (laughs) right? Because we're so far away. I know. (laughs) Ashley's 29, so she's not that far away. (laughs) It's like the other day when I referenced high school being, like, 10 years ago. You're like, honey. 10 years ago? Right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, No. High school graduated more than 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yes. that, that, that was a rough day for me. <laughs> that was that was hilarious. <laughs> that was a rough day for me. She was like, "Wait, what? Oh my god, that was a long time ago." <laughs> um, so just thumbs up, thumbs down overall. 2018 CrossFit Open, as far as like workouts go, like Friday Night Lights, like all of it wrapped into one. Would you just say? I think it was thumbs up. Thumbs yeah. up for sure. I think it was my favorite Open so, thus far. Yeah. yeah. So this is, I think, my fifth open. Like, I wrote a blog about it. Well, kind of. Two of my opens, one of them I was pregnant. One of them I had just torn my ACL. And then the third one, last year, I had just had a kid. So out of five opens, like, I think this was my favorite Mm -hmm. just because... You were ready like, for it. I, yeah. I wa- and, and I wasn't nervous about it at all. Like, just no having fun. Just, yeah. yeah, it was great. So. Yeah. Two thumbs up from, mm-hmm. from me, for sure. <laughs> um, all right, so we're getting to the meat of the podcast here. What it's like to be a CrossFitter <coughs> and pregnant, or like CrossFitting through pregnancy, CrossFitting postpartum. Here, me, Rochelle, and Becca are about 17 months postpartum. Ashley's with second kid is eight months, eight months, eight months postpartum. So we're... Three of us are all in a very similar boat as far as getting back into CrossFit, but I would say just for us, like, we're all at different stages, even though we had kids within a month of each other, and Ashley is doing awesome coming in eight months out with a second kid, but we got a lot to talk about here because I think this is where a lot of people either have misconceptions about... Being pregnant and being able to CrossFit or, like, when you should come back or when you c- you shouldn't come back. Judah. Let me get it. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, my kid is climbing up in the window. Um, but, yeah, we're going to we're gonna touch on a lot of things because it was different for all of us. But, so, for you, how many of you were able to CrossFit during pregnancy, like, all the way till having your child um I did it until I was I think eight and a half months and I got induced at nine and a half I just um felt fat so I stopped because it was like hurting my feet and stuff so that was the only reason I stopped really but like as far as working out while pregnant you were able to do the majority of Workout. I mean, scaling and modifying, obviously, but like, 
Yeah, and I think the only thing I really scaled, <laughs> I think the only thing I really scaled were like ab things. You know, yeah. I stopped doing abs as soon as I found out. Um, basically because I was paranoid so I stopped but yeah. otherwise no everything else was good I could still do handstand push-ups the whole time and stuff like that yeah that was good we should probably clarify we weren't laughing about scaling your laughing because <laughs> over here with his milk bottle like just shaking it everywhere yeah, yeah. Judah painting the floor no, with milk <laughs> Thank but you. Laugh. Exactly. It's no, funny. We don't spill our milk. Um, so with Thank you. my first kid, I did not work out um, until after he was born. Um, he was about, like I said, during, during, <laughs> during my intro, um, I started working out after uh, at about four months, when he was about four months old with... <coughs> Um, Addison, I stopped working out. I stopped doing, stopped really doing CrossFit at about 32 weeks pregnant or so. Um, and I could still do most everything. It was just middle of the summer and it was Mm, hot. yeah. Yeah. And I just could not, I couldn't handle the heat, um, was the problem. Um, so... I mean, but generally the movements were were fine. I would I would get really ticked off at myself for not being able to perform them because you know I was forty pounds heavier than right <laughs> normal. Um, but other than that, um, w- the workouts and everything felt fine. But just like Becca, not doing ab stuff. Yeah. Um, making sure not to do like box jumps. I don't want to fall on my belly and that kind of stuff. You know, right. doing step ups, scaling as appropriately. But um that's the that's the beauty of CrossFit too is that everything mm-hmm. is scalable. Scalable, mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. Rochelle, yeah. what about you? Yeah, I worked out my entire pregnancy. I didn't really this have over here doing DT at like forty one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't really uh, fortunately I had some well, unfortunately I had morning sickness in the the first part of my pregnancy. So I only came very rarely for a few weeks there. Well it was really bad. Um, but otherwise I, I worked out my entire pregnancy. I didn't really have any issues during my pregnancy with yeah. working out, which gave me the false expectation of what was to come next after I had yeah, the baby. That was really? quite the uh, yeah. shock. For sure. But, uh, no, it was, you know, I scaled appropriately, like they said, um, modified things as necessary. The heat was really tough too. Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, was I was really paranoid about my internal body temperature. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I was hydrated and everything. Yeah. Like, I still do it now. If I'm like mm-hmm. out of breath, I'm like, okay, slow yeah. down. Your heart rate needs to come down. Like, it's a little bit past that yeah. little window when you can still do that. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm, I'm the same as you guys. Like, I was. Come here. I was almost eight weeks pregnant when I found out that we were pregnant. I had just run the Ragnar pregnant, I had run 15 miles over a 24-hour period. Um, so that was fun. I was like, oh, good. Um, <laughs> hopefully everything's safe. <laughs> um, crossfitting like through pregnancy was good for me, I feel like, um, just to be able to maintain some normalcy because everything else was changing so drastically. Yeah. Um, but like- scaling and modifying... Ultimately, it just comes down to like listening to your body. Yeah, right. like yep. I feel like some people get pregnant and try and work out, and they're like, "But I don't know what to do. Like, should I be doing this? Should I not be doing this?" And like for me, it was like, "It doesn't feel right, so I'm not gonna do right. it." Right. Yeah. Or if I have to hold my breath, I'm not gonna do it. Right. right. If I have to like use any sort of like 
belt or shoes or wrist wraps or whatever. Like, I told myself, if I have to be using those things, like, it's probably too heavy. It's probably not, like, safe for me. Uh, So, like, stuff like that. It was just listening to me with, like, the heat. Mm -hmm. Do I feel overheated? Yes. Okay, I need to stop. Do I feel out of breath? Yes. Okay, I need to stop. So, those things, it was just, like, you got to just pay attention to you and and what you're doing and not worry so much about oh other people didn't do this like I know you did toast a bar right yeah yeah like I didn't do any ab stuff at all but that worked for you and you were fine there's no way yeah that's why you didn't do that like that's what I'm saying so besides those little things like modifying was there anything else that was like a big change for you like while working out while pregnant um, so, like, when I said that my favorite part about CrossFit is the competitiveness, that was, like, really terrible for me. Yeah. Um, and scaling, like, when I had been, like, just so, you know, like, you know yeah. you can do it. Yeah, and then you had yeah. to scale it. It's like you just instantly went down. And, you know, you try to tell yourself, or everyone else tries to tell you, you're yeah, having that, a kid, whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I know that, but that doesn't help me mentally yeah. mm-hmm. knowing that. That was really hard for me. Um, there were several times where I, honestly, I cried because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to, and then, like you said, Rochelle, it just brings back when we talk about working out postpartum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that all comes back. Yeah. Not just during pregnancy, so it's not hormonal. No, it's not. Um, kind of second what Becca just said. Um so I was like 11 or 12 weeks pregnant during the open last year. So um, t- 2017 with Addison. And it was the chest bar snatch workout. Dude, that's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> right at the time, like that was my jam. I was so pumped for it. Get there. I did four chest bars And I walked oh. outside and I boo-hooed. I was so upset. Um, yeah. I, I just physically, I, I was off. I have giant babies, for those of you who do not know that as well. So, I gained weight really fast. Um, so, it was just, it was physically impossible for me to do chest bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it crushed me. And, of course, my brother walks outside. Sissy, you're pregnant. It's okay. I know I'm pregnant. I know. I know I'm pregnant. It doesn't make it easier. Um, so, but yeah, the competitive part, because... All of us in here, we're crazy competitive. It's just, yeah. it's in our nature. Um, and I'm more competitive with myself than I am with yeah. anybody else. Right. Yeah. And when I when I know I can do it, and then my, it 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 broke me. And I think from that from that point on, I was just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna suck at CrossFit for the rest of the year. I and, remember and it was just okay. Someone asked me. <laughs> I was like probably seven. I was bigger. I was like. Um, Probably seven, seven and a half months pregnant, and someone asked me, they were like, are you going to do the workout? And I, like, completely lost it. I'm like, I did do the workout, okay? But I, like, wasn't even sweating because it was, like, running. I was, like, wobbling everywhere because I couldn't run that fast. I just, like, lost it. Oh Why God. do you think I'm here? <laughs> yeah. Michelle, what about you? Um, well, I'd agree with everything that... Becca and Sissy said. I think one thing too that I had a hard time with is 
people judging me for doing CrossFit yeah. when I was pregnant, yeah. both non-CrossFitters and actually CrossFitters. I, I, I would get some comments like, should you be doing that? Is that safe? And I mean, should you look at me like that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And your comments to yourself. Yeah, it kind of comes back to like what you were saying, Morgan, about like everybody. You know, all of us here did different things because we have different bodies, different you know athletic levels, and everything, and are comfortable with different things. So what I did throughout my pregnancy might have been different, you know, for everybody else because right. we all have different comfort levels and everything. Um. So, and for me, it was hard. I question myself a lot too, and I don't have like come from a background where I haven't always had the greatest self-esteem. So when people would say stuff to me about should you be doing that? Is that safe? Is that safe for the baby? I'd question myself and I'd get down on myself about like, am I being selfish? Um, is this the smartest thing? But ultimately, you have to listen to your body, like what you said. If it doesn't feel comfortable, don't do it. If it feels fine and your doctor's okay with it, you right, know, then right. then by all means, if that feels like the right thing to do, do do it and don't listen to what other people have to say. Um, but it's still, it's, you know, you don't, nobody likes being judged and right. feeling like you're a bad mom when you're right. not even like holding a baby yet. Right. You know? For me, it's like, no. I, listen, <laughs> I got pregnant. No. I'm pregnant. No. I'm going to have this baby. I'm trying to give it the best life possible. So I'm not going to intentionally make some decisions that are right. going to put it at risk. Right. You know, right. I'm not like, oh yeah, I shouldn't do CrossFit, but you know what? I'm going anyways. <laughs> YOLO. <laughs> That was that was a, yeah. That doesn't really apply when you have a baby growing inside you, right? For real. So that was something that I had a hard time with because I feel like I kind of got a hard, you know, time from others. Yeah, fairly for sure. Yeah, that. I agree. and that's annoying. Yeah, I think for me, like, on a positive twist, like pregnancy power is like a legitimate thing. Like this pregnancy strength that comes out of nowhere. At least for me, it was, and I was like. As I got further and further along in my pregnancy, like, besides deadlifts and squats, like, everything else stayed the same. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was hitting PRs on bench press. And I, like, hit a PR on, like, my squat, hang squat clean or, like, whatever. And I'm like, what is happening? This is amazing. (laughs) I'm also, you know, 30 pounds heavier or whatever. So I should be stronger. But that played a huge twist in the postpartum side of things. Because I was like, yeah, I'm just stronger than ever hitting PRs and then it's like wah, wah. like yeah. no you're not <laughs> um, but yeah I would say like I mean the similar things to you guys like the the judgment of people and like just mental struggles and all that stuff having to scale or whatever like oh I did Fran RX like eight months pregnant and I was like oh god like this time is like five times longer than right. like, my original time. Then I kept trying to like tell myself like Morgan, you know, you're you're eight months pregnant. Some people's first friend isn't even like right. this fast, blah 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 blah. But it just didn't matter like mentally, like I know I can do it at this speed. So why can't I still do it at that <laughs> speed? Yeah. It's just like a hard thing to swallow sometimes. So totally sure. am with y'all there. So speaking of the mental struggle like what was during pregnancy what was your biggest mental hurdle that you had to like overcome or Uh, maybe you didn't overcome it and it just stayed a huge mental hurdle the entire time I mean like real real talk um I had to be okay with 
scaling it and not being first and you know um I didn't realize like how hard I worked to be as good as I was so I guess because I wasn't super competitively into CrossFit like competitions and stuff um right away at CrossFit it was like once I started coaching maybe that's when I felt more competitive like I want to do competitions and stuff so I didn't realize how hard I worked and to get to where I was to be as good as I was and then how quick it just went away like mm-hmm. I felt like overnight I just got big you know so then that took so much away from me because I couldn't squat below parallel or like you said deadlifts and stuff because you're back and mm-hmm. you hear all these like story so then I'm like great so Ella's just gonna slip out or <laughs> she's gonna detach from something I don't know if I do a deadlift and it's too heavy so you know just being okay just, with just not slide right being out of there good. Snake. <laughs> so I think that was the hardest for me and I guess still is because I'm still coming back so still <laughs> yeah, so are all of us. We're all there, so for sure. That's probably that was probably my yeah. biggest. Um, my hurdle was that seventeen point four workout, um, and then I, I, I mean I still battle with it some, even now, just because I'm still having. I, there's still things that I can't do or that um, are still just a struggle for me. Like before, I mean, like I said, chest bars and snatches were my jam, um, but now like I. I sh- most days I struggle to get a chest bar, um, but I've I've talked myself into it. And we're like, it's not that big of a deal. It's a workout. If you sweat and get your heart rate up a little bit, that's all that matters. Um, and that that's that's kind of difficult for me. Yeah. Um, just with the competitive spirit and knowing that not last year, but two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, that it was that that I was. I would say moderately good at CrossFit. <laughs> you just work so hard right. to get mm-hmm. there, right? And then, and then it goes so even harder, harder to, to get come back, back and get right? It, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I hear that. Yeah, I'd say for me, pretty similar. The scaling and accepting that this is the new me. Yeah. <laughs> the time being. yeah. And I think for me, there was a one. There was a point. I don't remember exactly when my pregnancy. That you know, people make comments like, "Oh my gosh, Rochelle, you're like, however many weeks pregnant, and you're like." Killing it. You're getting better scores than I am. I'm not pregnant. And that felt really good. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm a superwoman. And then, like, <laughs> at some point, it was, like, overnight. I'm, like, no longer in the top few of the leaderboard. It's, like, I barely finished that workout yeah, at all. And it real. just, like, hits you. It hit yeah. me. Yeah. Like, a wall. Like, even if I still was RXing it, it's, like, taking me five times longer than everybody else. Or I'm getting, you know, a quarter of the reps done or whatever. And that was... You were doing chest awesome. bars, too, though, until you were, like ready right but i was super slow i'm you know girl there was no way i was pulling myself up there that far (laughs) there was way that much yeah yeah not with the 50 pounds extra i had Mm -mm. it it gives you like a mad appreciation for like dudes who who weigh you know xyz Mm -hmm. like they're the bigger crossfit Mm -hmm. guys right crossfit is it's Shout more, out gear, it's more, yeah. <laughs> it is more, it's geared more towards like smaller men, but yeah. like you think, dang, like that guy over there is pulling himself up doing butterfly chest to bar and you're right. like, I'm over here 30 pounds heavier and like can't even pull myself up halfway. <laughs> right. I'm like, jeez. 
But I think for me, like, it was a, a, a couple of things. Like, what all of y'all said, the scaling, not, not being, like, first or, you know, whatever. Um, in the beginning, like, the body image side of things yeah. was, like, a, a little bit of a struggle until, like, I was like legit showing and then it was like pregnant and then it was like obviously this is awesome but in the beginning it's like I just looked fat it looks like I had one too many beer like it looks like I had like a really big meal or whatever and it's like gosh this sucks like I I want to look a certain way and be pregnant Mm -hmm. which is stupid so that in the beginning was kind of a struggle but that went away but I think for me it was like coaching it was hard for me to not be able to like demo things. Mm, like, yeah, yeah totally. I like this is just brings us to coming to our next thing around the corner. But like, the day my water broke at the gym, I remember trying to show. I think it maybe was Eric, like how to do like your feet clamped on a rope climb. And like, I didn't even climb the rope. I literally was just holding myself there, and I lifted my feet up. I'm like, I felt so much pressure, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I think I just, like, did something to myself, and, like, an hour later, my water broke. Oh my and I was gosh. like, that maybe was why. I don't know. But, like, it was just super frustrating. Like, oh, yeah, this is how you do a butterfly pull-up that I can't Get show it you. Right. Like, oh, yeah, this is how you do a snatch but oh sorry my belly's in the way so it's gonna like your bar path should be straight unlike right. mine like your bar path shouldn't look like this but mine do- and I and I know people understand they're like obviously not expecting it but like it was just frustrating like not being able to do a burpee or a push yeah. up or stuff yeah. like that and to be able to show somebody like this is how we do a stretch when we're warming up or this, like, whatever. Yeah. It was just like, all right, all right. I'm over this a little bit. Like, I will I say those, be able to... those push-ups when you are when you are pregnant, they kill your lats. Mm. Oh, yeah. My gosh. I remember it was Murph. So we were all, like, not that pregnant, I don't think, during Murph, but we were pregnant. You know? I wasn't but there. I was huge that, that was, Murph, but that was I wasn't, no, it wasn't, like, I, it wasn't this year. It was the year after that. Um, so when y'all were we just were, pregnant. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, I remember I went to do a push up and oh my God, I didn't realize how much core you use for a push up oh, yeah. until I got pregnant. And yeah. then I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do push ups anymore. <laughs> uh, so as far as moving into postpartum life, um, yeah. yeah. That's where you come in, Judah. Right. <laughs> this is when you entered. Um, what was that journey like for you guys? Uh, I mean, you don't have to explain all of it. Obviously, all of us have different journeys, and there's a whole lot to it. But, like, if you were to just be explained in a nutshell what your postpartum journey immediately after was like, how would you describe it? Um, pretty depressing, honestly. We'll just say that. Um, I, I came back fairly quick, but I went into like bodybuilding stuff, not like going into a squat and stuff like that. But, um, I remembered like, because whenever, which I'm sure it's the same for all of us, whenever we lifted, 
our feet started wider to start with because our bellies were in the way. Mm -hmm. So then you end up like starfish feet, you know. (coughs) So I was still trying to break that habit Mm -hmm. and I couldn't get any weight. My form was terrible. It was terrible. I really honestly thought that I was just not going to do CrossFit because it was just seriously, I was mentally, that was, it was tough for me to go back and I wasn't even doing like 75% of my lifts, Mm -hmm. you know, so um, it's just, again, you work so hard to get something, you come back and you work 10 times harder to get there, Mm -hmm. but it's harder because you know what you're capable of and now it's just, it's not there. And that was the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've had two children. Um, So after Mason with postpartum with him um i didn't work out prior to um prior to having him so coming back or just starting i guess would be a better way to say that um starting after having him was wonderful i had zero expectations it was fantastic yeah isn't that nice (laughs) being oblivious is wonderful um so with him by so i had him he was born in december um i started crossfit in april by like july of that year i was like eight or nine pounds less than pre-pregnancy, looking super fly, mm-hmm. pale as all can be, but that's just normal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, with, after him, it was it was it was great. Like I, I had zero expectations, and I, I guess I kind of blew whatever expectation I did have out of the water. Um, after Addison, um, had her last August. Still struggling. <laughs> yeah. So she's eight months Shoot. old now, and um, I'm still about uh, I'm about ten ish pounds heavier um, than pre pregnancy, and um, it, I'm, I'm, it's it's been difficult to say the least um, because you do have those expectations. You're like, well, with the first kid, I did this and this and this, and I was down at this point in time. So I mean, he, when he was eight months old, I was already. <laughs> at you know eight or nine pounds below pre-pregnancy weight and in a bikini looking fly and now I don't want to be seen in a bikini um so potato sack <laughs> <laughs> burlap yes yeah um so that that's been the hardest part is just having those expectations since I have two children and I know what what happened with the first one um second go around has been difficult to say the least yeah Rochelle oh boy <laughs> so I my expectations were wildly <laughs> off <laughs> off from what I experienced I thought since I was able to um work out my entire pregnancy and still able to do a lot of things like you know chest bars and toes to bar and that all of that comes because I have awesome you mobility PR'd, right? yeah PR'd yeah yeah. Too, right? yeah early in the pregnancy but yeah um, but so anyways, I thought, you know, it wouldn't be too horrendous that I expected some setbacks, but, um, in a nutshell, I ended up having an emergency C-section and that whole situation was not a good thing. And so it left my body physically pretty jacked up. So in addition to just trying to lose baby weight and get sleep and all these things, I was dealing with a lot of like physical, like, I don't know. Yeah. issues if you will I don't know um, cut in half is no joke yeah because, you know <laughs> makes things difficult um and so that was really challenging for me and on top of that 
my child would not sleep more than like two hours at a time for literally the first year of his life. So I really experienced the the impact sleep deprivation has on your performance and stuff, which I could never really appreciate until I was living it day in and day out and yeah. sucking so hard because I just had zero energy. Like I, I didn't have any energy. And um, breastfeeding. And breastfeeding and working we're, we're two and, and two all these things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two who did, two who didn't. Two so C-sections, like, two. Non. Yeah. So like all of Two. that non. <laughs> you want me to say vaginal on a podcast? Yeah. I will say hey, vaginal okay. on a podcast. I think people are expecting any of it. Yeah. Like it's all of that plays such a huge role when yeah. you don't realize like, okay, my body is going into extra work overload mm. and I'm not getting the sleep that I need. And this is like the first time any of this is happening to me. So like mm-hmm. I'm learning along the way, like, all of it is just so new. Mm-hmm. Like, I think for me, I might be the only one here who was medicated postpartum. Um, I've always considered... Hey, okay. I've always considered myself a relatively, I don't know, stable person. And after having Judah, like, dude, the, combi- the combination of... The working out and like, well, lack thereof and then not being able to do it and the stress of being a new mom and like figuring all that stuff out, like being a a working mom and having to go back to work, like I would just say it was, it was rough. It was depressing. It was full of anxiety. Um, Not being able to walk around the block without like being... Huffing and puffing. Mm -hmm. I remember one of our first workouts we did, Annie, with the double unders and the sit-ups. I mean, it took me forever to do sit-ups because my core was just Mm -hmm. jacked up. And I remember, like, wanting to quit so bad and, like, ready to cry. And people were like, you got it, Morgan. And I just wanted to be like, shut up. Like, I just had a kid. Like, my core hurts so bad. And it's not strong at all. And... All these people who, no offense, but all these people who would have never beat me, you know, two years ago sure. just crushed me. And yeah. I'm like, just mentally and emotionally crushed. But like, for me, immediately after having him, I mean, like, leaving the hospital, I was already lighter weight than I was pre pregnancy. I was. Really? Wow. My, yeah, my, my. Pre, like when I got pregnant and got weighed, I was like 152. I went down to like 130 or something like that. Leaving the hospital? I was probably like 140 leaving the hospital. But like I got so skinny and like my legs were skinny. I had like no muscle. So then I was thinking like I was in my, our first doctor's appointment. I was in like normal jeans. And I'm like, how is this happening? And so like it jaded my expectations so much. Because I was like, all right, this isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm little again, cool, but I have no muscle. Not cool, but then as, like, the months went by, I was like, what is happening to me? Like, mine was kind of reversed body image issues. Like, I got little fast, and then I was like, okay, not bad. And then I got bigger and bigger and bigger, and I was like, wait a second. This shouldn't be like this. And so that was a big, big struggle just because I didn't. I did not handle that well. But being medicated helped with a lot of things. So I'm 
I'm what six, seventeen months out now, and and weaning from that, so that's good. So, um, how do you feel about where you are now? So like you're seventeen months out, Becca. I'm seventeen months out. Rochelle's seventeen months out. Ashley's eight months out. How do you feel? rating wise i guess about scale from one to ten in your in your crossfit well i guess in life in the entire postpartum journey like how do you feel about where you are currently um actually probably since like i think probably like a month and a half ago i had postpartum depression until then like now is like like i said like a month and a half ago is when I've been in the gym five days a week and I am not tired all the time. I don't feel like everything that happens is going to be like life altering, you know, it's like the end of the world. Like Ella's nose is running. So my God, she's sick. This is going to be terrible. I need to tell my boss. I need to call out of work. You know, that's how I would always be like, I was just always like worried about the next thing. I would always be sleeping there was times like last month where i just had to force myself to go to the gym i'd be crying on the way to the gym because i didn't want to go but i know like like they say it's like 21 days till it makes a habit and it's true i mean after like a month of doing that i mean i was i would like i would take a 20 minute nap and like force myself to go sometimes crying on the way there but I'd feel better after, me and Thomas would be fighting because I'd be mad at him that he would make me go, you know, whatever. But um, now, in my performance, uh, lifting is what I have been, like, focused on strength program and stuff. But um, I feel, I mean, my form is better than it's ever been. So, and I'm PRing stuff that I haven't PR'd in years. Um, so I would say all around probably like an eight cardio awesome. game. Cardio game needs to be a little stronger. So, but I would say like an eight all around. So, awesome. Yeah. That's good. And like a month ago, um, it was probably maybe even in the negatives. Like it was just really bad. Y'all, um, Thomas can, he can vouch. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. It was pretty bad. But yeah. Um, as far as I go, some days are better than others. Just take it day by day. Mm-hmm. Um, some days I would say it's like a two or a three, and some days I'm like, oh, today's great. It's a 12, you know. Um, but I would say on I would say I, I'm kind of stuck right in the middle of about a five. Um, just my competitive nature just it gets right. the best of me yeah. entirely too much, unfortunately. Um, so. But Becca says PRs, this nonsense. Yeah, this one's not PR. Well, homegirl, it's been eight months. I'm 17 months. Nerthin. And now I'm PRing. Nerthin. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, double the time. Yeah, right. It takes a while. Um, but but it has been, it's just been a lot, it's been a lot different this, this go around than it has been um, with, with the first one. Um, but I would say I'm, on average, I'm stuck right there in the middle. Yeah, I'm probably about the same. I mean, for me, when Cole started sleeping around right after he turned one, so six months ago, that's when I felt like I was just then starting to like, like work out properly again. Like I felt like that first year was me more or less just like showing up to be present. Like I did not make any progress at all. 
To find a break or something yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. So I feel like I've only been at this for six months. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, there's certain things, depending on what it is, I feel better than others. Um, I'm still not where I was strength-wise. I'm still not where I was, like, endurance-wise. But, I mean, you know, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> we're in progress, I guess. I mean, sure. like, sometimes I don't even know how I even moved as fast as I moved mm-hmm. before. Yeah. When I was running on the treadmill no. the other day, and I felt like I was running my little heart out. And I'm like, how is this a 10-minute mile? <laughs> I used to run seven and a half. How? Right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I think for me, like, I don't know, since I've I've done so much work on like the mental side of things Mm -hmm. like I have been able I don't know how but like things aren't like they don't get to me anymore like I enjoy going to the gym and working out and like I laugh it off like definitely not doing that like (laughs) oh my my squat number is this okay didn't nope not happening you know whatever and, and I've gotten to the point where I'm able to say whatever. Like, I'm just having fun. And that's a huge, huge shift in my mentality. Like, it's not ever yeah. been that way. And, and yeah, like, okay, you beat me. Awesome. Yay. Good on you. Like, right. there are little, like, sometimes I feel like a little twinge. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh. That, that sucks. Yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> should before, I redo it nine times? <laughs> no. I've never been like that. Never <laughs> been like that. I, like through the open, I've always been a one and done kind of person. Like this year, it was great because I wasn't freaking out about it. And like, I had fun with every workout as bad as they sucked. And I was just like, cool. Like, this is fun. I don't know. Like, I think. If I had to rate myself right now, like I would say an eight or nine, just because workouts some days feel great. And I'm like, awesome, that was good. And like days that they don't feel great, I'm able to be like, okay, like I got a great sweat in. Right. Like I was able to work out with people or I was like in a partner wad with somebody who completely carried us or, <laughs> you know, whatever. And I'm just... And I think taking the expectations off myself or helping me make progress, mm-hmm. I'm able to you know do things maybe better, not than before, but better than what I was doing just because I'm able to like try it. If I don't get it, cool. If I do, great, awesome. But either way, I'm leaving the gym and I'm going to be in a good mood. Mm-hmm. And so I think like taking those expectations off myself have helped a lot. So yeah. I would say now I'm in a good good place. Yeah. Like and it's taken it 17 while. months to get there. Yeah. But it's it's helpful, you know, being surrounded with the people that we're surrounded by who are always positive mm-hmm. and like always trying to encourage you like, "Oh, you're not if I say, "Oh, that's a joke. I'm not going to be able to lift that." And they're like, "Well, what you are lifting is awesome. Like that's more than what I can do." And I'm like, "I appreciate it. You know, it's great." <laughs> As before, I'd be like, you know, shut up, I'm going to punch you in the face. (laughs) I know that I can lift this amount and it sucks that I can't, but like having a encouraging spouse is huge. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, just bringing the fun back into it and taking out some of that competitiveness and some of those expectations 
just for me have been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it doesn't work that way for everybody, but well, and that's, that's helped like, me a lot. It's like super cliche to say, you know, you want to be like the best you, but that is where I found myself lately. It's like, just like you said. And I think it, I mean, it changes everything yeah. when you're like that, you know, at, like I had to like almost cope with being beat, you know, because at first, because I'm just, I'm being honest. I'm just not used to it. Right. Like I remember the open, we were pregnant. It was you, me and you on like, we had, you can make your own leaderboard and right. you, it was me and you always going back and forth, you know, right. there, it's not like it just, that's what it was locally anyways, you know, but, um, I just wasn't used to it. Right. And now you know. Well. She was like, who is this Morgan Pie person? <laughs> I know, right? But I'm like, and now it's like, well, I had one good open workout and that's because I just got off a strength program for deadlift and handstand push-ups. So, <laughs> I did pretty good. But otherwise, stupid standard. 18.5. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. We won't talk about it. That was bad. I quit. It's like 6.45. I'm like, I'm done. I can't go 15 more seconds, so I just lay down. I'm just going to lay down. Um, so, with all of us working out through pregnancy and, you know, coming back postpartum, what would be some advice you would give to somebody who's either pregnant or recently postpartum as far as life and crossfitting and whatever? Would you have any advice to give them? Show up and have zero expectations. Yeah. For sure. Focus just, on having fun. Just yeah. Yeah. being around people that you like and that you're you're being active to some degree yeah. you know and just have fun and don't be so hard on yourself be forgiving give yourself right. the chance to just be in this postpartum immediate postpartum yeah. phase of your life like it's and gonna take a minute like make it a time where you're relearning everything like my form was crap before you know so now it's so much better better than it's ever been Use it as a time to correct everything. You have to start over anyways. Right. So just start over from that. Right. You know, it takes, I mean, I haven't even hit even like, I don't even think 75% of my back squat PR, you know, but my form is better. <laughs> yep. Agreed. So, yeah. you know, but my form is better. It'll come. So the numbers, I know it's hard, especially from all of us saying, don't worry about it because it's like we cried because of it. But, um, <laughs> keep talking. Just. That's what I would say. Use it as a time to make sure your form on snatch is perfect and your cleans and your squats, your jerks, whatever. That's what I would do. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a good time to to perfect that form because you're not going to want to lift something crazy heavy. So use that light weight to your advantage. Um, make sure you're making contact. You know, yeah. we, the majority of the people that we see do not make contact with that bar. Um, they muscle it up. Use it. Use that time to your advantage. Um, and I saw this on, I think, BirthFit or something. Once you were postpartum, you were forever postpartum. Your body will truly never be the same. Right. And it changes with each pregnancy. Um, your abs will, honestly, if you had them before, they're not going to be the same <sighs> afterwards. Um, my diastasis is terrible. It will always be there. There's never going to go back to normal. Um, but use that time, use the postpartum time to, to your advantage. Um, use that lightweight and, and capitalize on it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What they said. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I don't, I just listening <laughs> to what you said, caught the end of what you said. Um, I think some advice I would give would be just worry about being the best you you can be. If that means showing up to the gym two days a week and the rest of the days, you know, you're being a great mom or being a great wife or whatever it is, like, if that's going to help you be the best you, then just show up two days a week. Like, it's yeah. fine. You're going to make progress as long as you keep showing up. It doesn't have to be every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, it was like, oh, I've got to go to the gym. I've got to go to the gym. I've got to go to the gym. Yeah, like and the then, work. like... I couldn't go and I would be like heartbroken about yeah. it. And it's like, it just, that, that shouldn't be my main focus. Like I need to be a good mom. I need to take care of myself. And if going to the gym three days a week is how that is awesome. Like, I think I set a goal for myself, try and get in the gym four days a week. And like now I work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, take Thursday off, work out Friday, and then I don't do anything on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And that's what works for me Mm -hmm. and helps me be in the best place mentally. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, taking care of yourself, being your best, I think for me, doing fun things like Thursdays, thank you to y'all, like Ryan has off now. And so like we get to spend time together with Judah and we go for a long walk and we hang out outside and like. We're being active, if you will, right, but like I don't have to go to the gym, right. you know. Like I think not worrying so much about going in and just doing things to keep you moving, and it doesn't have to be a CrossFit workout or yeah, you know right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so our last topic, I guess, is going to be not necessarily like the pregnancy or like the workouts, but what I think most women struggle with postpartum and during pregnancy is body image stuff. Um, If you struggled with it or if you didn't struggle with it, like what were some things as far as body image goes that you were like, that just stick out to you, I guess, in this whole being a mom journey? Um, Me, I mean, I gained 27 pounds like my whole pregnancy, but... um, like, as soon as I had her, I lost, like, 17 of it, you know? Not that she was 17 pounds, obviously, but, um, <laughs> right? um, but I fortunately didn't have much when it came to, like, body issue. It was more of, like, um, I lost a lot of muscle, like you were saying, um, so I just looked skinny and me that is totally not my goal like I just that's not my goal I want to be bigger I want to like have muscle definition you know um but I did like I gained a lot of weight in like my butt and my legs so I had cellulite and it's not that I never had cellulite but I wasn't used to like I mean I had a lot you know so that was a struggle for me I didn't really want to wear shorts like ever you know, and then I just got over it. I was like, whatever, I don't care, you know? So, but um, I think that was harder for me. Once I got my muscle definition back, I felt a little bit better. Um, but fortunately, I didn't have much of that. That's great. Yeah. I have a ton of that. <laughs> yeah, one extreme to the next. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a reason why you never see me in shorts at the gym. Yeah. That, that, that too. Um, so I'm 5'1". With Mason, I got up to 
587-ish. With Addison, I got up to like 180. So um, being 5'1 and being 180 pounds is kind of big. Um, so and I don't, I don't really gain a whole lot of weight everywhere. It's all middle. So, and I have big babies. So Mason was 9'7", Addison was 8'5". Um, but I just, I have a lot of fat there apparently as well. Um, so body image for me is mainly middle area. So I can, and I talked to Becca about this a good bit. I can pull on my pants. They just don't button. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a problem. Um, so that's my biggest, my, my biggest body image issue. I don't have, you know, my face got chunky, big deal, whatever, you know, my, I've always have big legs, big butt. That's, the name of the game with with me so that's never been a big issue with me mm-hmm. i just i've learned to deal with that for all my life but like rochelle i just don't wear shorts a whole lot um and if they do they're long because um, <laughs> i can't stand my legs rubbing together it drives me insane <laughs> it feels so good no thigh gap no thigh no thigh gap at yeah. all <laughs> this one will never have a thigh gap yeah same um so that's been my biggest issue is the midsection, um, and I'm I'm not concerned with having abs. I just don't want to have a spare tire, <laughs> um, and I want my button, my pants to button. Um, so body image that that's been my only biggest body image type problem. For me, um, once upon a time. <laughs> I used to be a big girl. Like, <laughs> I used to be a big girl. I think I've shown you pictures before, yeah. Becca, and it's, you would not recognize me. Um, so I've always had body image issues. Um, and then I lost a ton of weight. I lost like 50 pounds, and I got to be where I basically was post or pre, pre-partum or whatever um, for many years. And then when I got pregnant, it was kind of like this excuse of like, the, this excuse I gave myself of like, I'm pregnant, like, I don't need to work, like, it's okay that I have a big butt and big legs and I don't have abs because I'm pregnant now. So it was kind of liberating in that sense. Um, And then also, I always assumed, since I have this history of being severely overweight, that I was going to be one of these girls that, like, gets pregnant and, like, just, like, puts on, like, 200 pounds. I was was, like, terrified (laughs) because I'd worked so hard to get to be where I was. Um, and CrossFit actually was a huge part of that, me appreciating my body more for being strong and right, athletic yeah. rather than being like skinny, if you will. But, um, and so when I got pregnant and I didn't like put on 200 pounds, I was like, oh, okay, this is, you know, like I feel pretty good about myself for being, you know, like really round right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I don't know when I, I remember when I left the hospital, oh, I had, like I said, an emergency C-section. I got why I did this I got on the scale like the day I got home and like literally I weighed exactly the same as when I left the hospital and I was like there is not a baby in me right now like how is this possible because medicate you know like the everything they're pumping through my system and the water retention and everything but I remember just being like devastated like I'm never gonna get back to where I was and blah 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 it was like the most horrible feeling ever and my body was all kinds of bruised and jacked up looking so I was just (laughs) besides myself for so many reasons and um I don't know now like I mean whatever I'm five yeah. foot I've always like I said I've always been curvy <laughs> some, at some periods much more than I am now so if I if I just remind myself where I've come from and what I've been through and where I am like whatever you know yeah, yeah. 
whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I, I'm sure you know this too, but when I was, before I got pregnant with Mason, I was 135 pounds. And I look back at pictures and I'm like, that was 135 pounds? Oh my gosh. Because at, because at my strongest, I was about 135 pounds. And body composition was yeah. just insanely different. Oh, yeah. oh, I know. So I'm writing a blog post about this right yeah. So, and I, I keep telling people like, oh, well, how much do you weigh? I don't really give a crap how no. much I weigh. Yeah. I just want to look good. Yeah. I want yeah. my clothes to fit. Right. Um, I can be 160 pounds mm-hmm. and 5'1". Five, five I don't care. Just, I want to I want to look good. I want my clothes to fit. I don't want to be pudgy. Right. Pudgy yeah. is a good word, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Soft. <laughs> I like, Soft. <laughs> I've stopped looking at numbers, too. I just want to be, I want my performance to be. That absolutely. That's yeah. all, like, that's all I really care about, if I'm honest. Well, I want my know? clothes to fit, and then I want my performance to be. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm in, I think I'm in that boat, like, like I was saying earlier, in the beginning postpartum, like, my pre-pregnancy clothes were, like, big, and yeah. I was like, what's happening? This is so weird, and now, like, pre-pregnancy clothes, like, I can't get my pants buttoned, like, oh, gosh, what has happened to me? It's, like, gone backwards, but, like, my performance is improving, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel better, I, like, I just need to remind myself, like, the number on the scale doesn't matter. We don't have a scale at our house for that reason. Like, I don't ever weigh myself. I have no idea how much I currently weigh. Like, okay, I want my clothes to fit. I want to feel good about myself. And I want to have good performance. So, I think I've struggled more so, like, in the middle of my postpartum time. Like, when my muscles were com- Like, my muscle definition was coming back, but it wasn't quite back. I mean, and it's still not all the way back, but, like... My, my belly still feels weird, you know, I'm just, like, not in that, oh, I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, hey, girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, like, that's not where I'm You're at. Like, no, girl. I don't, yeah, like, come on, girl, get it together. <laughs> but I also, you know, I don't, I don't diet well or, you know, whatever, but and that's on me. But, yeah, I think their days are better than others. I have struggled really hard and then not struggled really at all, like, and it just kind of depends and. Some days I'm like, this is the most disgusted with myself I've ever felt. Mm-hmm. And the other days I'm like, all right, look at those legs. They're coming back. Mm-hmm. Yay, whatever. So I think for me, it's just like a constant back and forth. Like, yeah. I think it's going to be something that I struggle with for a while. And probably until I get pregnant again. And then I'm and like, okay, okay we'll just, yeah. And then we'll go through the night. entire circle again. But at mm-hmm. least at that point, I kind of have an idea, you know, if... Mm-hmm how things go and you know, try not to put expectations on myself and all that stuff. But, you know, again, reminding myself like, yeah, I did have a kid, but not letting that be an excuse. Yeah. Like, yeah. There are people like one of my best friends has three kids her, her youngest is seven months and she is tiny, but she's also in her eyes bigger than what, she right. was. Right. But I'm like, you've had three kids. Your body can't possibly be the same. Yeah. Like, I've only had one kid, and I know my body can't be the same. Like, yeah. it went through this. That doesn't mean that it goes back. You can't reverse. Right. It's so, never the same. Just trying to remind myself of that, but, like, not say, okay, I've had a kid. Whatever. I'm allowed to look like this. Right. Like, that's, that's not where I want my mindset to be at all. So, just keep working hard and 
trying to fit my clothes and <laughs> not hate myself when I look in the mirror. You know, whatever. That's just. I think it's important too, especially like we're we're in this season of life. I hate when people <laughs> say that, but it's so appropriate. I yep. guess. Yeah. It's um really important, especially with like body image and stuff, to not compare yourself to others. Yeah. Um, even like in your real life relationships or things like Instagram and stuff. Like I intentionally went through my Instagram and unfollowed a bunch of like CrossFit, CrossFit athletes or celebrities and stuff. Cause they just make me feel bad about myself because when I take pictures, I don't look like that, you right. know? And so when I'm personally going through this part of my life where I don't have the best self-esteem about my body and how I look and I'm not totally happy with it. Like, I don't need that. No, I don't for need sure. that in my face. And I have found, I kind of went through this like cleaning of my Instagram, if you will, a few months ago. I just feel like better because mm-hmm. I'm not constantly being reminded that I don't look like this celebrity or this crossfitter who bounced back or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just, I think, important to just be happy with yourself or try to be as much as you can and um, give yourself a little bit of... Grace. Yes. Yeah. You know that like you just did this amazing thing with you. You grew a human being inside of you. Yeah. And now you have, in addition to having gone through that, you have this responsibility where all your time and energy is being consumed by taking care of this human being where you right. can't, you can't possibly focus just on yourself and sleeping and eating and exercise. Like you can't expect that you, unless you have incredible genes and just like are blessed somehow, right. which some people are, you can't expect to just bounce back or even a year and a half, two years later, have the same body that you do now. Because even these celebrities or whoever that you see on Instagram, they they probably didn't or they had trainers and nutritionists or whatever so that helped them, to be able to, help them get yeah, there. And yeah. then they use things like filters and Photoshop and all these things. It's this curated best moment mm-hmm. thing that you're seeing. Yeah. So we can't just, I mean, aside from body image, it's important to not hold ourselves to that same standard because that's all fake, more or less. It's not right. real. You and know? all of us are so different. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I look at CrossFitter, for example, Miranda, old droid now, mm-hmm. Alc- Alcatraz, whatever. I don't know. I said that in me yesterday, but, but yeah. But like, she's like eight months postpartum or something like she, that. Yeah. It was right about the same time that I had Addison ripped yeah i mean like chiseled to a t and but that is all i mean i'm not taking off like the hard work that she puts in no but like that's genetic Mm -hmm. your body can't your body can't be that way i mean like i look at Lindsay valenzuela who's gained a lot of weight she's put on bed rest you know whatever Mm -hmm. like she has climbed out of this hole yeah and her body still looks different Mm -hmm. and she's made it to regionals Mm -hmm. and you know, all this stuff now for the second like, year, she's yeah. made it to regionals. And it's just like, she doesn't look the same, but like you can clearly see the work that she's put mm-hmm. in and the right. time and the dedication. And like the way she looks doesn't affect her performance. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I feel like that's where those are the people I need to be looking at. Mm-hmm. Like, even though she is way beyond what I would ever be, like, she knows she looks different. People know she looks different. And she owns it. She does own Mm -hmm. it. And I feel like that brings me to another point. Like, people look at you like, you, I don't know. I feel like saying that I'm proud of what my body went through and, like, owning my body. And some people are, like, grossed out by it still. You know, like, when you see photos of people at the beach and they're in their bikini with all their stretch marks. And they're like, I own this body. Like, my body went through this. But people are like... 
ew, girl, you know, cover up, blah, 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 blah. Nobody wants to see that. And I'm just like, y'all, like, not surrounding yourself with people like that. Like, having the right people in your life, you know, that helps so much Mm because you could have people like that in Mm -hmm. your life, the judgmental people and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And it's like, you don't know, especially if you've never had a kid, you don't know. Like, you can't understand. Guys will never understand. Even our husbands, you know, like... It's hard enough to understand a, a woman already, but a woman who's had a kid and your body's gone through all this stuff, like, nobody will ever get it. I remember being pregnant with Addison and me being upset that my pants didn't fit. And Jared's like, you're pregnant. And I'm like, I am well aware that I'm pregnant. And I know that I'm gaining weight. And I know that my pants aren't going to fit, but it still makes me upset. Right. Yeah. Like, shut your... You are not gaining weight right now. Yeah. <laughs> this, and I tell Ryan a lot, like, my emotions are not tied to logic. No. Yeah. They're so, not like, at all. You are a very logical human being and that is great. But like everything I'm feeling right now, I know I shouldn't be feeling this way and I know I shouldn't be but looking at myself. Help it. Like, but I literally cannot help it. Right. And, yeah. that, and that will actually come out of my like, I know that I shouldn't feel like this, but I do. So yeah. I know. leave it, it be. Like <laughs> Thomas, he just, let it happen. Depression and anxiety for Thomas is just not something he's experienced and that's awesome you know but um and he'll just ask me he's like are you depressed today because he'll be able to tell by like if I'm tired honestly Mm -hmm. um and I just I am but I don't know why and I don't have an answer for you there's no good reason but I don't want to talk to you I want to lay in bed and I want to go to sleep that's it I don't have any reason for it the end and that's like the worst because you don't even know why you're just like waiting for the next day to hope that you don't you're not depressed the next day right so yeah and I think like what you said earlier um I actually do think like the middle of like when you're coming back um into fitness I guess is the worst part is like not even the beginning because you don't have expectations it's like the middle where you said like your muscles coming back you're starting to like feel yourself get your groove back but you're still not there. Right. So depressing. That's like the worst. The middle part. The front is like whatever. You know you're coming back. Middle, you're like almost there. You're starting to look like your muscle definition and stuff. But you're still not there. And it's a that's the longest path until you get to Seriously. The, where you're like that's progressing a, I feel like that's work. a path that I'm still on. That's what <laughs> I was just saying. Like, you're describing me right now. I'm yeah, not. I, mean, I feel like I get closer to the end. But then it's like, nope, not there. Like, yeah, those things you are have still, a workout I still can't like, reach. Or, yeah. you know, whatever. And it's just like, all right. And there's some things like ring muscle ups, for instance. Yeah, I'm so much better than I was before, but I just started working on them when I got pregnant, you know, but like my squat is way worse, mm. like number wise. My mm. foot is better, but number wise, still pretty far on back squat. But it's stuff like that, you know, I still, I mean, I've, yeah, yep. there's a long way. Long toast way. bar too, man, toast bar. <laughs> I can, we could just sit here and list stuff. like everything. Like I wish I could be better at this, 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 and this. Yeah. So. You know what? We'll get there when we get there. I Eventually. Mean, yeah. One day. That's, huh. that's like the thing. <laughs> like just one day. And I think that's why I love like our hashtag for the gym. Like just yeah. every day yes. better. As long as I am better than I was yesterday. That's like, all that matters. That's, yeah. That's what I need to be focused on. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's where I need to put my energy 
and what I need to put my energy in. It's right. just being a better person, better athlete, better coach, you know, whatever than I was the day before. Right. So. I do like the coach thing, being a better coach. I think that's been more important to me, I think, after being pregnant, I guess, because there's only so much I could focus on myself at first. So um, I think that has changed a lot for me, too, being a better coach. Coaching, to me, though, is like a passion. I love coaching, and I love seeing people... Like, if I've given them instruction and then all of a sudden they get it, there's, like, no better, like, feeling than watching them and they're, like, they're so happy after they've gotten it. So, I think it's made me a better coach, too, actually. Yeah. Awesome. Well, folks, now that our podcast is reaching an hour and a half. Yeah. we We should probably wrap this thing up, but thank you guys for being on the podcast. I hope everyone listening either get some good information or kind of gets to know us a little bit better and understand where we're coming from. But deuces. Holla.